thank you for tuning in to Dell's Discretion. I am Dell. This is my podcast. It's my time and my platform to say what I want. I probably need to rehearse this <laughs> or draw out an outline or something, but I don't. I just get on here and ramble. Speak impromptu. I probably should use some discretion and kind of take some notes, <laughs> some things that I want to say. Because I don't want to offend anybody, good heavens. Never want to do that. Even though some of my pieces, <laughs> a lot of my pieces, have been rejected or turned down from publications because, oh my, they might offend somebody. Might offend the reader. After all, isn't that the purpose of an opinion piece is to give your opinion? And I always backed it up with facts. And I would challenge people, if you can disagree with me and tell me why you disagree with me in an intelligent manner and not name-calling and not personal attacks, then I could take it. I could appreciate it and respect it. I don't have to like it or approve of it. But I can handle your argument if you can back it up with intelligence. Everybody has a right to be wrong. But I point out my opinions, and I do it factually. Some emotion, but not many. But this past week, oh my goodness, what a good week and a crazy week. The good part was I launched my ninth book in four years. Dugout Devotions 2 from New Hope Publishers, Iron Stream Media. It's the third in a series of books. But also last week, we saw some ridiculous movements. The cancel culture is going rampant. Mr. Potato Head needs to be gender neutral. Pepe Le Pew is a target. Pepe Le Pew, <laughs> the lovable French skunk Lover who's always chasing his girl and never getting her. And then Dr. Seuss, six books that he wrote are going out of being published. They're not going to be published anymore because after all these years, they're offensive. To a generation that needs to take a laxative or go to the bathroom and have a Really good bowel movement because they're just stopped up. Pepe Le Pew is funny. Elmer Fudd can carry a gun if he wants to. Mr. Potato Head is a mister. There's only two ways a person can be born, male or female. No other way. That's it. Male or female. If you have any other inklings on that, I don't have the problem. You do. You are rebelling. That's all this movement is. The cancel, the cancel culture movement is 100% rebellion against authority, against God, against nature. Rebellion. That's all it is. Anyway, 
enough of that. Let me get on to the good news. Dugout Devotions 2 launched. New Hope Publishers Iron Stream Media. You can get it where books are sold. We had a little glitch with uh, the Amazon link for some reason. Don't know why. Hopefully that's up and fixed now. But it contains a lot of interviews, and my stories are from my interviews with professional athletes, professional ball players in this case. Yeah, I have an all-star list. I mean, literally all-star list I was able to talk to. One of them who just announced his retirement, and I'm so saddened by that, but was Tim Tebow. Tim announced his retirement from uh, Major League Baseball. He played for the Syracuse Mets, farm system of the Mets. That's where I was able to interview Tim when he came to Columbus, Ohio. I've touched on that before, how I was able to get my interview with Tim, which was really amazing how I got it, how God gave it to me, because it was a lot of work. (laughs) It was a fun interview. Tim was great. One of the reasons he talked to me was because I wanted to discuss with him his event, one of his events in his Tim Tebow Foundation, the Night to Shine event. So I reached out and I said, hey, I want to talk to him about this. So he agreed. We met down in the tunnel of Huntington Park between the clubhouse and the entry to the dugout in this little tunnel. It was kind of cool. And I asked him, I said, Tim, what was your inspiration behind the Night to Shine? And Night to Shine, for those of you who don't know, is a it's a prom for special needs kids or adults. It's the night when they can be special, treated special. So I asked him about that. I said, what was your motivation, your inspiration about that? And you know, he first heard about what was called back then a Jesus prom. And the Tim Tebow Foundation was about ready to turn five years old. And he thought this would be something cool to have something like that. Because he does have a, I guess, a desire and a calling to help, to help people, to people like that. He spent a lot of his early years in the Philippines. His parents were missionaries. In fact, we've met his mom a couple of times. She came to our area and spoke to our Right to Life group, and my wife was able to pick her up at the airport and spend some time, and they became friends. Then we met Pam again a couple of years later up at the, the Poconos. We were both doing book signings. And she remembered, and we chatted for a little bit, and I gave her a copy of the book of Dugout Devotions 1 and told her I'd love to talk to Tim. So anyway... He served, you know, his parents were missionaries, so he saw a lot what they did. And he had accepted Christ in his heart, and he was a Christian. But he wanted to make a difference. He wanted to help others. And at the age of 15, he told me that he visited this little remote village and met a boy who was, he told me the child had been born with his feet backwards. And he told me that some of the people, you know, there, back in that village, thought the child was cursed. and you know. But Tim took another approach and showed him love and held him. And he said that day was when this passion was born. And in 2010, the Tim Tebow Foundation was born. And with that, the night to shine came about. And he told me that it's such a part of our identity and our worth about understanding how much God loves us. And for us to be able to help this community to where the biggest event in their city, in their town, is for them to understand their worth. They have a purpose. 
It's not enough that they know that we love them, but they need to know that God loves them. And the first year was launched, I think the Night to Shine event hit like 44 cities. And then in 2019, one of the, one of the years we volunteered, 655 churches took part, 100,000 guests, 200,000 volunteers. And he said it just blew up after that. It took off like crazy. We volunteer at it. My wife and I do. I put on my tuxedo. My wife puts on a little black dress. And I go and we shine shoes. I have my little booth. Attendees of the prom come in with their shoes. They want shine and cleaned up to look spiffy and nice for their date. It's really a, a blessing. It makes you feel good. I have shined <laughs> mud-packed boots. I have shined tennis shoes. I have shined every form of shoe you can imagine. And you know, I give it the same vigor as, it, as I would have of anybody else. I bend down, get on my knees with my tuxedo. My wife does the same. And we shine shoes. And it makes you feel good. And Tim told me, he said, he said, I understand you shine shoes there. He said, I bet you feel better when you leave than when you came. And I said, yeah, I, I do. It feels, it feels awesome. You know, that night they can wear their fancy dresses and get you know, dolled up for their night. And it's amazing to go to. I highly recommend you volunteer. But it's a night to make them feel special. What do you do to make somebody feel special? It doesn't have to be a kid with special needs. Do you volunteer at anything? How about your spouse? Do you make them feel special? How about your kids? Your parents, if you still have them? But most people, if they're like me, they don't want to make you know something big and extravagant, but a simple hello, a text, a call. Your spouse wants that. Boyfriend, girlfriend, kids, grandkids. Oh my gosh, my, our grandkids know we love them. <laughs> That's the best. How about God? Do you let God know he's special? How would your best friend or spouse feel if you went days without talking to him? Didn't pay him any attention. I wonder how he would feel, how he would feel about that. How would you feel about that? And this isn't, you know, I'm not being preachy at you. I just want you to think about these things. It's easy to take people for granted. It's easy to take God for granted. And if you have, you know, if you look back and say, you know what? I, I, I could send a text once in a while more often. How about prayer? Could you pray a little bit more often? Could you read your Bible a little bit more often? Little things like that. Make those around you, make God feel special. And it's, and it's simple to do, you know? It's simple to do. A few minutes. doesn't take that long. You just have to think about it. If you have to, put a reminder on your phone. My gosh, my wife uses that all the time. Her phone is full of reminders. I need to do that. 
You know, send an invitation. When you receive an invitation to an event, you feel privileged and special. In your heart, send up a prayerful invite, a prayerful invite for God to be with you. Ask Him for wisdom. Invite Him. Converse with Him. The big thing is to listen to Him. And also honor Him. The night to shine is so massive that it takes thousands of volunteers and months of planning to come together to produce at one magical night. You can never have this experience with the Lord every day without the hoopla and excessive planning. Make God the one who is made to feel like he's the king of the universe. Doesn't take much. Again, I don't need a lot, but it's good to get a little peck on the cheek. It's good to get a little text once in a while. Hey, I'm thinking about you. That's great. That's how you make somebody feel special. It doesn't have to be a you know, big night out or fancy car. None of that doesn't that that does help, but it's not necessary. Little things are fabulous. Shine your shoes. Shine the shoes. Shine somebody's shoes. Make them know they're special. That was a wrap-up, basically a synopsis of chapter one. In the, my book, new book, I got Devotions 2. There's 29 more chapters like that. A lot of fun writing it. A lot of fun promoting it. We're going to have we some things planned um, throughout the year on this. We, and, you know, we, we hope it, we hope it's a success. We hope it touches somebody. You know, I have Corey Dickerson in here, Clint Hurdle, Curtis Granderson, you know, Jacob Stallings. That was a great interview I had. Andrew McCutcheon, Brian Dozier, Adam Simber, Chris Davis, Cody Allen. Al Oliver's in this book, Dave Jouse. A lot of good wisdom from some good people. You can find out where books are sold. Again, thank you for tuning in to Dell's Discretion. I hope it helps a little bit. It helps me. Tell your friends about it. Share it. Hey, if you like this, share it on social media. But the main thing is go out there today. Have a great day. Make a positive difference in somebody's life. Make them feel special and give them a reason to shine. Have a great day.